and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Killer Collab Podcast. Are you in a race? Yes. Why'd you say that so fast? I'm Italian from Jersey. What do you expect? All right, go ahead. Anyway, <laughs> my name is Tony D, Tone Deaf in Florida. To my left, we are joined with Joe Davidson. Hi. Hello. Hello. There's some things I want to talk about today. Do you? One was that speed talking. Jesus. Uh, Debbie's uh, waving to everybody. Yeah. Uh, Hello. Brady Bunch thing. Actually, uh, I don't know where I am. Guys, uh, I'd like to welcome a very, very lovely person who I met, uh, and I, I shot two movies with, and I had the very best time of my life with her. She's the hysterical, the always in demand, somehow always covered in blood, usually. The icon of horror, Miss Debbie Rashawn, is on her show. Thank Welcome. you. Welcome. Yo, thank you. I mean, <laughs> wow. How much fun. What a trip it was meeting you in Germany. I know. We didn't meet on U.S. soil. No, we didn't. Interesting. I want to know, know that story. We yeah, and if anything had happened, which I feared every day, one of us was going to get arrested. Very uh, close. Yeah, if we weren't sleeping on the floor. Uh you know, as the story doesn't develop. No, well, <laughs> we did a movie over in uh, Germany together with Timo Rose. Nice. Who's still kicking? He's still making movies, rapping yep. away. Uh, called uh, oh my god, Fear Makers. Fear Makers. That was it. Thank you. I couldn't remember the name. Of it. I was thinking of. Doesn't matter. All right. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. So we did Fear Makers, and that was amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was funny and it, fun. Yeah, it, you made it great. It was really a good time. What was that one about? <clears throat> Debbie was a. Uh, you want to tell you want you can tell your character. Tell you tell that. <laughs> yeah, you tell the story. I mean, <laughs> you do a good job. All right, uh, right, right. Director Joe. All right. Uh, Debbie's character is uh, a woman looking for her dead sister, mm-hmm. who somehow hires these two idiots who can talk to ghosts uh, to help find her. And we do. And then we find a Rockageist. Remember the Rockageist? What is right? The Rockageist? Manoush. Okay. I don't know why that, that, that was so funny sounding. <laughs> Rockageist. Rockageist. German poltergeist. Yeah, this is what they say. A German poltergeist is not the same as a American, American poltergeist. <laughs> yeah. Now that they say it very aggressively, like, Rockageist, they say everything aggressively. That's what I'll say. Yeah. <laughs> well, Manoush was the... Ghost. Wasn't she the, yeah. the rocket guys or well, one she, of them? She was the she was it. She was it. Yeah, she was it. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm kind of mixing up uh, a couple movies with her in it, but yeah, <laughs> she's, she was the rocket guys. <laughs> yeah. She. And I think you filmed her amazingly, yeah. didn't you? Yeah. That's the first time yeah. I ever met her. Yeah, me too. Mm. She threw me, me too. through a wall. On purpose? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's like, I put you through that wall. Okay. <laughs> Is that what we're doing? Okay, and then we did it. it sounds very yeah. forward. Very, oh, yeah. Very it, forward. It was very intense. Yeah. It was very intense. But the most fun. And yeah. blast. But outside of that, tell us more about you. What else? Have, what have you been working on lately? What I you know? Oh, like about, a movie. You know, a lot of like audio stuff. I mean, the uh, film stuff is just starting again. Yeah. Honestly, like there was a few things last year that I was supposed to go out and do, and they didn't come together because either. 
I had been in contact with someone who had COVID or someone else. And, yeah. and so that you couldn't do the travel thing and it just kind of fell apart. It was a really weird, I wouldn't say bad because there was some nice stuff that happened, but I would definitely say 2021 was, I mean, 2020 was just a lockdown. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think 22 and is going to be great with our nuclear war. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm watching the TV yeah. before I'm talking to you guys. I'm like, how do we talk about fun stuff when the button's about to be yeah. hit? Is it? Holy is it? shit. And you wonder why I don't watch TV. It's never been closer, Joe. That's the truth. That's yeah. not me being, you know, alarmist. It's never been closer than right now because he's talking about it. Yeah. He's always been a scary man, that Putin, that Putin guy. He's always yeah. been very like, like you couldn't predict what he was going to do. I didn't realize it was that. I don't watch the news. I'm trying to. I don't either. Out. I don't either. I, I, don't I, I see whatever's on my Facebook feed. Yeah, I don't want to know. <laughs> anyway, sorry. No, seriously. I well, I mean, you don't really want to know if you yeah. don't want to know. Like you don't want to know because it's it's yeah, it's just the rabbit hole of it all. And yeah. you know, for the people suffering, it's it sounds cold, but. Yeah, I mean, if you want to have any sort of um, fun podcast, for example, yeah, you definitely want to don't want to be yeah. thinking about that. Yeah, when, no. we get, when we get one of those, no. we'll let you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If All I right. just go like this, then you know, yeah, vaporize. Well, so are we. We won't know. We won't better than that. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have a few minutes. And okay, so anyway, yeah, 2021 was a weird year. Because yeah, the only thing that really ended up coming together was like audio stuff that I could do it like at a studio that was local to me or even at home because I have a nice setup for that. Yeah. Yes. Um, and then I, like I did a lot of ADR for films I had done in 2019 that were still in post. So I got a, and a lot of writing. So I got a lot of stuff done, but there was like two or three movies that didn't happen very last minute because of this. Yeah, yeah. And, um, but this year it's different. And um, one week from now, I go to Texas. So this is like the first trip. Yeah. Wow. Thanks at all. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah great. That's fantastic. Are for a convention or for a movie? For a movie. Um, in Betweening with Melhouse. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very nice. And he's got... Um, Melhouse is a filmmaker. from uh, Fishbone. Right. Um, it's sort of like um, a, a very trippy story combined with, uh, I wouldn't say autobiographical exactly, but sort of inspired by that. So the crazy yeah. film business and trying to make it and all of these nut jobs and, and good people and weird people and all of this sort of coming together in this sort of hallucinatory way. It's not like a linear story. So it's yeah. very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, he's yeah. good at making kind of cerebral stuff. Yeah. 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 So, Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Are you familiar with Melhouse? No, I'm not. He's a filmmaker out of Texas. Um, he's done a couple movies. Uh, God, I feel like we all started about the same time. Yeah, and yeah. we just keep making movies. That's right. All of us. Well, that's good. Thing. Yeah, that's a good thing. Stay busy. Yeah, but he's yeah. great. He's very talented. Yeah. Yep. Texas. Very. Country. You know, and even like you know, it's it's. He talks about it publicly, so it's not like I'm you know spilling the beans or anything. But yeah. In between making his own movies, obviously he'd be working on others and such. Yeah. And um, uh, on one of them, 
he actually, not long ago, maybe a year, year and a half ago or something, he had a heart attack when he was wine producing. Wow. And so it was just, and for me, having an injury on set yeah. myself, yes. uh, different but similar in the sense of like a really traumatic event. I mean, it took him a while to feel comfortable to go back to the set because, of course, you emotionally associate oh, yeah. all that stuff, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Natural. So, like, he's everybody, like, everybody, like, I'm sure you guys and everything, we've all sort of been down this, like, tunnel or, or real journey, train, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> journey, uh, journey. <laughs> I saw one of those in the club once. It was great. <laughs> what? <laughs> and what about you, uh, Joe? Is yeah. it true? What is it? You were going back to Germany to work with Timo. I was supposed to. We, that was the big production that got shut down immediately uh, in 2020. The end of 2020. Really? Yeah, December-ish. We were scheduled. I was shooting. It was right before I got the green light for Sorority, mm-hmm. uh, which mm-hmm. was shot in uh, in December of 2020. So sometime in that time frame, within six months-ish, uh, we went from a go to a shutdown because Germany locked down mm-hmm. the airports. Nobody could get in or out for months. Right. And then it opened mm-hmm. up again, so we were going to go back, go again, and then they shut it down again. So now we're just like, all right, we'll just like give it a year and see what happens. Yeah. I, yeah, just kind of really, and now with the other thing, uh, yeah, you just want to kind of like let, la, 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 la. let the past settle. I mean, I'm not, again, I'm not being cavalier about that. Well, I know people who are like, not stopping doing what they're doing. They're like traveling, and, and I, yeah. I just had several friends go to, uh, Puerto Rico to finish up a movie, and I'm like, okay, you're really close over there. <laughs> like, uh, you know, yeah. like, but I don't know, you know, what are we going to do? Oh, we got to live our lives. What are we yeah. going to We were shut down for almost a year in our house, cabin yeah. fever, and you want to, like, do it again? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. That's, that's basically yeah. <laughs> Exactly. So, yeah. you know, we all want to live our lives and do, because we lost, the, we lost the whole year, so we want to make up for that. Yeah. Absolutely. So we want to just make as many movies, write as many movies, and do as many projects as we possibly can, because you never know. Talk about it on you guys' podcast. Yes, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Killer collab. That's a great name, by the way. Oh, I love that name. Thank you. Thank you. He loves. He loves to collaborate oh. with killers. With, oh wait. Oh, wow. <laughs> Ted Bundy. Yeah. Uh, uh, his his long lost son. I can't remember. Did he have a daughter or a son? Uh, we'll say son, and we'll name him Tim. <laughs> Yeah, Tim, Timmy, Timmy Bundy, <laughs> Timmy, Timmy Bundy. Yeah. Maybe he'd be come on the show. Poor oh crap. man, that'd be He's great. Natural. We'd be like, now introduce it. I'm stabbed. <laughs> well, we'll do that one remote. Yeah, <laughs> that's on a jail cell. <laughs> do they get webcams in there? An idea. I don't know. We could. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how to do that. I had no way of knowing how to like get into a prison and then also put in a webcam into the person. Oh, why are you writing? But you know, women yeah. actually put Timmy in jail. Right. Timmy. 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 That's his that's his uh listen, that's his plight, not ours. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta pay the sins of your fathers. Our forefathers? Yeah, well, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know those, um, you know the women that 
that love so, um, serial killers that they send like letters to them all the time. So they get letters in there. So they gotta get somehow have getting like communication. I don't know. Maybe she oh, maybe, maybe she send a love letter to them, Joe. That brings a whole new meaning to the term. Who do I gotta kill to get this girl to like me? <laughs> yeah, 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 and yeah. Anyway, exactly. I mean, anyway, all this. Hey, guys, that made me think of. Did you ever read the book, The Last Victim? Mm. Now, can't remember the guy's name. All right. Actually, a great story, and they made it into kind of a interesting slash crappy uh, <laughs> uh, cable thing. Okay. <laughs> Years ago, I want to say I was like producing radio, and I think okay. it was '99 or something like that. And he came out with this book, and he had been since a very young age, meaning like I think he was like 17. He was basically of age, but he was very young. So he started communicating with all of the killers in jail, and they were alive at that time, like uh, Gacy, yeah. uh, Ramirez, a whole bunch of them that were alive, yeah. like Manson, and he would communicate and right back and forth and um the interesting thing was gacy he thinking he was a young guy was really interested and got involved in talking with him and he actually went to go see gacy and the what happened it's not even that much about the book what happened it was what happened after that fascinates me because this guy wrote the book and did it to like get involved inside of that, that mindset of a serial killer, become like an FBI uh, profiler and all that kind of stuff, ends up, he, he goes completely the other way. He becomes like a defense attorney for killers. Wow. And then um, a number of years later, uh, commits suicide. And you tell me that these people don't have, like, some kind of a weird evil going on that he kind of tapped into. Yeah. He played with that shit. And yeah. It, Got to. You know. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. I believe that, man. It's the power of manipulation. Look at, you know, Charles Manson. Now he literally just manipulated people. Yeah. Ted Bundy, too. Ted Bundy manipulated people into believing that he was this clean-cut guy, family man, and then. Look at David Miscavige. Look what he's done. And then the Jones. Scientology. Oh. Yeah. He's a guy who's like running Scientology right now, David Miscavige. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I was thinking, I don't know why I was thinking of David uh, Koresh. Oh, him too. But yes, the, the Scientology guy. Yeah, yeah same thing. Yeah, same, same thing. thing. And he's a living one right now. I mean, he's not killing people, Yeah. but he's got a massive, massive control over a cult, man. It, 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 yes. it, but it's amazing how many people get celebrities. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's amazing like the mindset of these, like, especially but, celebrities, like they are, are susceptible to for manipulation. Yeah, because we're vulnerable. <laughs> we're we're sad and we're no, don't and we're vulnerable. Don't go down there. <laughs> <water. Stay laughs> I live right down the street. Yeah, the water is like fifteen minutes away from us. <laughs> you can yeah. feel the pool. I know. Don't go, Joe. You ever driven through there? Don't let Joe go. When was the last time you were here? Oh God! Holy! It was a convention in. Um, was it? Like around 2016, I want to say. Wow. I knew it better yeah. than Well, next time you're here, because I'm sure once the conventions really get back up and going, you'll be in Orlando at least once a year. Yeah. yeah. Uh, downtown Clearwater is literally I'm gonna Scientology you, City. We're going to take you for a drive through downtown Clearwater, and you're going to see that it looks like a circus. 
It looks like like it looks like you're on a back lot at Disney. It is. I mean, it's all like a fake life. Yeah, thing, it's all or? fake yeah. life. It's like once you cross a certain road, you now enter the Truman Show. <laughs> oh yeah, that's kind of what I imagined. Yeah. Like the Truman Show, and they're all they're all just like the, 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 the walking around like, like robots. You know, no thought of their own. Yeah, waiting for the travel to go, and then they all mechanically walk again. Yeah, it's like yeah, robots. Literally. And I don't normally talk bad about them because I've several actor friends I have are Scientologists, so I don't want to speak ill of them. But it is, it it, it is a cult. (laughs) It's a cult. But you know, it's not their fault. I know people could say, "Oh, it is," because they no, they really. Find something to believe in. Everybody so I do it. not ever fault the people that are involved with these groups that I completely don't trust. And I have no right. problem saying that because, you know, growing up on the street, I have trust problems in the first place. Yeah. You no, know, I'm, I'm believing God. I don't go to a church, though, because that is also like a cult in right. my opinion. Yeah, yeah. very so, much so. Absolutely. You know, all this stuff is like within you and what you want to look at and all that kind of stuff. But these, these poor people are being charged so much money and having to give over so much money to get clear. Yeah. And it's just, it's it's sad because then they become slaves and then they, if they move in, I then it goes to all the other levels. It's just kind of crazy. I actually, and, and Tom Cruise has the ability to shine light on this, but because they've literally made him a god yep. within yes. that world, yes. why should he? Right. And, you know... But, you know, yeah, here we comes the person Tom Cruise, but prove me wrong. It's like, we're humans, we're not gods. Like, so, yeah. there you go. Tom Cruise could get any person in Scientology at the snap of a finger at his house, naked, at the snap of a finger. Just whoever it is. Yeah. I want that blonde from the cruise ship last week at my house by 8 a.m. and they'll have her there. Yeah. It's crazy. Wow. Yeah. That's a fact. What a life. What hmm. a life. Yeah. Hmm. But I was going to say, I studied it years ago because oh. I met a girl. We were doing improv comedy uh, mm-hmm. at a place down in the Clearwater called Mother's Milk, which is crazy because now, the, later in years, we found out the dude who owned Mother's Milk was arrested for being a fucking pedophile. That's why it was called Mother's Milk. This dude had like a chain of petties. Oh my god. We did comedy there. We did a chain of them? Yeah, we did fucking comedy there. What is wrong with people, man? What is so bad? I don't get the. the Anyways, the back to back. Where they went down? Does it end with them all going down? Yeah, they all went to jail. That's how we found out. It was like owners of Mother's Milk arrested for being a pedophile, having a pedophile ring. We're like, what? Wow. So, years before we knew, and I'm an idiot doing improv on stage, I meet a hot girl. Blonde. She's from Clearwater. I'm like, well, she's cute. She's like, you're cute. I was like, all right, let's hang out. I'm a Scientologist. What does that mean? Well, I don't really date outside Scientology. That's cool. Want to go have sex? Okay. <laughs> so, well, I have sex with people outside of it. Right. Yeah. So, but then she was like, you should come. And I was like, you know what? I will. And I did. I took uh, like three or four different courses. It cost me like $1,000. <laughs> wow. Right? Yeah. But I wanted to know. I wanted to know. I knew I was only going in for a little bit. There's some of the days on. I was going in long enough to bang this girl a few times and maybe learn some stuff about Scientology. So 
if I wanted to argue it, I knew what I was talking about. So what did you learn? Uh, I learned a bunch of social skills, right? That's all they teach. It basically, the first several courses are how to become like a Scientologist. So it's basically like you. there's actually a practice where you sit down and someone sits in front of you and you cannot break your concentration and they have to try to do everything they can to break their, your concentration, right? Uh-huh. But – this is also an improv exercise as well as an acting it, exercise. It is though. It yeah. is though. And I was like, yeah. "What are you? What is this?" And he's like, "I'm gonna make you break." And I was like, "Okay." <laughs> and he didn't. Right for like 35 minutes, he tried to break me. Mm-hmm. And I said, "You can't break me. I'm an actor." Right. Like you. I. This is a. I'm an improv a, actor, dude. Right. This yeah. is I what I, I, I have to do. This. Right. You know, this is a this is a practice you do to like become an actor. But I didn't say that. And then the next course was how to uh, manipulate your own emotions to regulate yourself like off of psych drugs. Mm-hmm. Because you can't like, have um, psych drugs. Uh, med- literal medication. I'd be, yeah, I'd be dead. Oh. Yeah, you can't be on any kind of psych drugs: Ritalin, Depakote, Wellbutrin, any of that stuff. Nothing. Prozac, Xanax. I, I take so many. They don't, ridiculous. dude. They don't. You can't. I would even, be dead. They, you wouldn't even be able to be in. That's fine. Yeah. Do they take you for be, it? <laughs> yeah. They. Yeah. Well, you have to do your. Uh, oh man, I can't remember what it's called. But every day you're supposed to like report your day. Like if you do hurt you a cup every day. No. If <laughs> if you hurt, this is what they want you to do. If you hear someone in or outside of Scientology talking bad about Scientology. They want you to write a report and send it into the head of the church. By hand. Are we going to get a report? I don't know. If I, someone from Scientology is listening, yes, they will write this whole conversation. That's out. awesome. Let's yeah. put, let's put, wow. Yeah, let's let's put, put like, on reports. I feel like I'm in Animal House. So, <laughs> here's what happened. So I Super stopped, secret probation. I stopped, going, <laughs> I stopped going to Scientology. I hope so. Okay. Like <laughs> – we had to like two more. I did like four courses. The only one I got the, any kind of knowledge out of was one called Ups and Downs. And it was basically – Uppers under, and Downers? Uh, basically understanding your depression cycle and yeah. how to like kind of avoid it Yeah. because there's a cycle to it. No, yeah. But this is all this is all like sociology shit that yeah. you're learning. And, and none of it is bad so far. It's not bad. Yeah, it's so far, far, it's when you get bad. to a point and now you're so hooked in or you owe them money – because you took a couple books worth 20, 40 grand. <laughs> Whatever. It's I'm being serious, dude. That's how they lock people in. So it's like college. Got it. <laughs> but they really just try to take it all upstairs. Oh, yeah. Anyways. Uh, yeah, years, your mind. Years later, I got I, – I, years later, I got a phone call, and it was this the org from Clearwater saying, you haven't been in a while. We'd like to see you come back in. Come back in. I was like, no, thanks. And then they called me every day for like six months. Hmm. Yeah. Did they? Uh, what's that called when they throw you out? They. What's that word? I don't know. Banish. Ex- Discommunicate. Uh, no. Um, they have a word for it when you're you're sort of been like abolished, but it, they, right. they have their own particular word they use. Like, you know, if you yeah. if you're you family <laughs> and. I didn't hear that, sorry. Oh, I was just saying, you've been scrum diddled. You're out of here. No more science. 
ortology for you. You don't know anything. Anyway, yeah, I guess yeah, I'm huh. surprised that they didn't um, abolish you, but they do need to recruit, especially with all these TV programs going on. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Bad press, I guess. Well, now's a good time to be in any religion as a leader because I would be calling. I'd be like, come to church tonight to pray for our safety from nukes and give yeah. the church money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd be cashing in right now if I was all those people. Yeah, that's why all these churches are just like cults. That's yeah. literally all it is. Yeah. Like, I'm tired of the Olsteins and of the world. Oh, I was going to mention Epstein earlier because we were talking about. Pentecost? Uh, no, but, yeah, but no, we were talking about Scientology and, and oh. that kind of stuff. And I was like, oh, Epstein. Look, look okay. at Epstein, dude. I thought, I thought you were going to say Weinstein. I was like, no, no, Epstein. Like, look at like these circles of... Yeah. <laughs> yeah there's cults everywhere, man. Yes. Everywhere. You'd be surprised. I want to be part of one like really cool cult. Is there like... What do you think the coolest cult is? Make one. I don't know, but I was about to ask you, should we right now in real time create a cult? And cult of personality. What's that? I said the cult of personality. Wouldn't that be yeah. like a union? <laughs> All right, so let's make a state. Let's just quarter off a state. We are now we're secede from the union of the United States. We'll make our own state, and uh, you know, currency will be bottle caps or some shit. Well, what's our belief? Oh man, uh, everyone has the right within them to be whatever they choose to be. Okay, and then we sell people on how to get there. Right, sure. Right. Can we do it in crypto? <laughs> All right. If you want, though. Right, that's fine. Get crypto around like nobody's business. Right. <laughs> right. We'll have our own coin. I guess we can only understand crypto. Let's so it's above my head. So you're going to immediately be the money guy. Sorry, What's I, that called? The CFO? Yeah. yeah. I just got a text from Elon Musk. He said, stop joking about making crypto. <laughs> Uh, I'll make a coin. It's, it's actually not that difficult. It's just expensive to do. <laughs> There's a lot of uh, developing in it, but it's it's got a there, there's there's like tutorials out there on how to do it. It's just pain in my ass. Yeah, I, I read most of the man. I'm telling you, dude, because you can make your own coin. Did you know that, Debbie? Hmm? No. You can make your own coin, your own crypto coin, and yep. give it value. Well, you have to add value to it. You have um, to make it you. you, you Usable. U- Uvalis? What? What? Usable. Oh. It's like it's got to have utility to it. All right. Yeah. Whatever that means. Well, you know, you exchange dollars for services and goods. Like prostitutes? Yeah. Sure. Yes. But that's what you'd, how you'd create value for your coin. Like you'd actually use it to trade for services and goods. I see. And that's how you, you need to make value. one called the nuke coin. The nuke coin. Yeah. Coin. Like is that what you would call yours, Joe? That's what, what I call, call, I call it the nuke coin. There's actually one called the nuke coin, and you coin. No, nuke. I know what you're trying to say. Right, man. <laughs> Started today on day of nuclear war. Let's do it. Make a nuke coin. You know, mine. He makes it sound so easy that I can just do it. You know, it's like a, a four-week process. Well, we don't have that much time. Well, yeah. No, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> just start trading now. Yeah. Make them later. Yeah, yeah. Let's just make now. Go. We already have them. And buy our new coins. <laughs> and go. Yeah. I don't know where you would go to buy them. 
How do you fucking Isn't buy? there a button on this shelf? Dolly, let me inquire. Purchase now. Purchase now. Yeah. Please contribute to our Raytheon. No, our <laughs> Patreon. Our Raytheon. Our yeah. Patreon. Well, that's where they make our news. Raytheon. Atheon? That's where you go not for like a like a Parthenon? Well, that's, well, maybe. Interesting. Interesting. You call it the P-Coin. The P-Coin. It's like yeah. P-Funk. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, P-Funk, P-funk the bomb. Let's <laughs> you know, go along that way, right? What's the craziest P-coin. thing? P-Coin. I can't find cut coin. Cut coin? Literally, the bomb. Oh, shit. The bomb. The bomb. It's all coming together, guys. The bomb. The bomb. The bomb. It's actually a hot sauce. Did you ever have the bomb hot sauce? No, I'm going to talk about hot sauce. Well, let me give you some. We're trying to make money here, bro. <laughs> We're on a roll. You're like, you ever had hot sauce on a wing before, buddy? No. Well, the bomb is like, what about? I don't care. So I got to make a coin. You, you don't see the potential here. Oh, I do. I, I, I projected and thought about all of this before making a coin, but not, you know, themed yet. Yeah, well, now it's themed. The bomb. And done. Yeah. Candles. <laughs> the bomb. Coin. The bomb. The bomb will drop in a week. Multi uh, yeah. meaning. Yeah. So if it so doesn't much. happen, we will just do it. Just to fucking while we won't even really need it. <laughs> it's good for a while, or it isn't. It doesn't matter. Buy it. Why not? Buy. People just Buy be like, it. all right. Couple seconds. Open our future. Yeah. That's that. I might headline. start a Kickstarter today. That's just like. Get me off this planet, please. I have a chair and an idea. I need $4 million. <laughs> I have a chair and an idea. I love that. I really love that. I have a chair and an idea. I love that. Thank you for that. If nothing else, I walk away with that today. Right. right. That's okay. I have a chair and an idea. Go. Money, please, now. <laughs> what do you get returned? I don't care. What do you want? A picture Guys, of you in a chair. Let's call it an NFT. Yeah. A picture of you in a chair? Yeah. Sell, sell that as an NFT. Okay. Let's do it. Do we have a Got giant? It. I could be like this, waiting for the bomb to drop, and just call it the bomb. The bomb. Everything's the bomb from now on. Everything's the bomb. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Yeah. I love it. Now you got to come up with a logo. I got it. It's a fucking nuke. Easy. Done. Little yellow. No, you in the chair. What's wrong with you in the chair? I could see it like in a real coin, like instead of a president's head. Just like I could just see like you, you know, yeah. side with yeah. the chair. It looks like Alfred Hitchcock at that point. Or Death Row Records. Yeah, Death Row Records, more likely. <laughs> more suitable. Well, Hitchcock too, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I would... Um, if Hitchcock was a <laughs> no, I don't know what I was gonna say there. I was going to say, Hitchcock was a rapper. That'd be me. But I am neither a rapper nor Hitchcock. So, none of that. Well, that's yeah. why you can invent the genre. Right. That's why you shouldn't be this high on the show. Yeah. Well, you're not high it's at all. all. It's, well, it's all hitting me pretty much now. Oh. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's cool. What'd you take? Uh, you know, just a little bit of the green stuff. Smoke oh, that up on okay. the way. And outside. Yeah, and outside. When I woke up this morning and before I left my house, yeah. while I was leaving my house, while I was in the car getting here, and outside of here before I walked I, in. I, that's what I was referring to because I right. saw you on the camera. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> 
We have a good security system. Go to places to record. Like, yeah, we are uh, his yeah. studio here. Yep. Oh, yeah. Tony's got a really cool studio. Uh, it can do the podcast. It can do ADR. He's got an ADR booth. Um, mm-hmm. There's a pretty large warehouse where we can build sets and stuff. So nice. it's a pretty, it's a pretty nice. substantial studio. We don't really use it for anything other than this, though, because there's nothing in Tampa or St. Pete yeah. to do. Because right. they don't make shit. Yes. Yeah, even yeah. if there was, they don't make shit here, really. You know, unless you fund it yourself, you know. We yeah. got to go find the money and shoot our own shit, you know. Yeah. It's not like yeah. works. It's not like living in New Mexico or L.A. Where, or New York or Atlanta, know, Atlanta or Canada. Yeah. It, like, the shit's just not rolling off the gate here. You know, L.A., you can get a job every day in a different position yeah. on a film. I guarantee it. Guarantee yeah. you yeah. can be a script supervisor one week and a fucking wardrobe assistant the following week and just yeah. walk right into the productions. Yeah. Just keep working. I, I, and New Mexico's the same way now. Yeah. It's just, Is it? Yeah. Yeah, I just went I, out there. I wonder, for me? I just went out there. I just shot a movie in January with Dean Kane wow, in New Mexico. okay. And I met a ton of people who are New Mexico locals. And I was like, so what do you guys get going on next? And uh, the art director was like, I got two features already lined up. I'm art directing. I was like, what? He's like, yeah, big movies. He's like, as soon as I'm done with this, I got one day of sleep, and then I'm on for 26 days straight. I was like, good for you. This is exactly what you hear, you guys. Like, People will will say things like this. I've I've heard it in New York and all over the place through all the years. You meet people, like crew people, who say, I have like half a day to sleep, and then I've got to go on this other thing, and then I have three movies in a row, and then I have two days off. You hear that, or you hear the opposite. So, I mean... It's crazy if you can get into that cycle, yeah. meet the people, get more into the cycle. But New Mexico, that's like a place I often fantasize about living because it's dry. Debbie, Debbie it is. I, I am contemplating on moving there now. Enjoy. Yeah. I'm being I'm serious because the amount of people I met doing this two-week shoot who work constantly mm-hmm. uh, blew my mind. And the fact that all these productions are happening – Two years ago, Netflix bought Albuquerque Studios for $100 million. Wow. And wow. now that's where they're going to shoot everything for Netflix is in New Mexico. Mm-hmm. So think about it. It's going to be a million movies. Yeah. A million, there's going to be so much work there that it, it'll almost be – they'll be flying people in from L.A., I guarantee it, constantly because it's only like a 30-minute flight. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's right. Yeah. But not only that, the wife and I started looking at houses. Man, I found mm-hmm. a six-bedroom, four-bath with a mother-in-law house with a two-one for four hundred thirty-eight thousand yeah. dollars. You can't buy a house. You can't buy a two-bedroom in Tampa for less than eight hundred thousand right now. Yeah, it's ridiculous right now. Yeah, and I can't stop having babies apparently, so I need more fucking rooms. <laughs> You know what? Growing up, I don't know if it was so much for you guys this generation, but growing up, the thought of needing close to a million dollars for a house, just a wait, not a mansion, right? Not like a proper mansion, a castle. Yeah. Castle. Yeah. Yeah. Million dollars would be a fucking castle when yeah. I was like, you know, tiny and growing up, and now it's like normal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Class. Yeah. Yeah, my parents bought their first house for like sixty grand. Yeah, mine too. <laughs> We're like, we paid thirty five thousand for this. So I was like, wow, <laughs> wow. 
Is that why I'm not? I bought a used car for that. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's crazy, but that that's amazing. So you might actually move there. Yeah. One thing I would say is, do they still have, or do they have, I should say, in certain areas, like lots of scorpions and snakes? Yeah. Well, not so much. uh, Yes, all of that. That's correct. (laughs) Yeah, they have all that because Um, New Mexico is everything. They have forests and mountains and snow. And then they got a full desert, Ugh. and from the desert you get sand vipers, you get the tarantulas, tarantulas everywhere in New Mexico. You can run them, you run them over and they pop. They're like, yeah, I'm I'm okay with tarantulas, but yeah. the reptiles, no. Oh man, everywhere. Nope. Can't yeah, run. scorpions too. Nope, no thanks. But there's also and things like roadrunners. You ever see a roadrunner in real life? Maybe. Not in real life. Yeah. Not in real life. I got a picture of one. To. I was in New Mexico shooting a show called Two mm-hmm. Fat Guys Looking for a UFO. It was mm-hmm. me and my buddy Mark. We put a whole pilot together. <laughs> we're both fat idiots. So we were like, why don't we do a show about the shit we love? And we're like, let's go look for UFOs. We're like, all right. what? So we shot a whole pilot. Um mm-hmm. We found a producer. She put some money in. She flew me out to New Mexico. And while we were shooting the petroglyphs out of the out in the rocks of the Mesa, <laughs> I keep seeing these little dust trails pop up. And I was like, what the fuck? What is happening? <laughs> and the the our director, uh, Mary, she's a New Mexico local, she goes, oh, those are roadrunner, roadrunners. And I said, what? She's like, roadrunners. I said, they're real birds? And she's like, yeah. And I said, no. I said, that's just the wild e. coyote. I said, what are you talking about? Yeah. She's like, no, that's a real bird. And I saw it, and I had shit you not, the thing is only like four inches off the ground. They're little. Yeah. And I was like, that's not nearly the fucking size it is of the show. Yeah. <laughs> the thing was like taller than the coyote. Yeah, it was like an well, ostrich. That's, coyotes aren't tall, but the right. coyote was standing up on his right. legs. Like, you know. Yeah. That's really – are they fast like that? Fast. Fast. They're like 50-mile-an-hour ground birds. Wow. They are fast. And you don't yeah. see them because they they run rock to rock or bush to bush, and then they'll, like, stop. So oh, all so you like that. that yeah. So all you see is, like, it's like a dust trail comes up out of nowhere, and you hear it. It's like <laughs> – and you're like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah. Shit. They're cool, though. I actually got a picture of one because it was, like, awesome. chilling on a rock. And it was the cutest yeah. fucking thing, man. Did it and look like the actual rubber? Uh, yeah, a little bit. It has a thing up top, you know. It has mm-hmm. really long tail feathers mm-hmm. to help with oh. like its steering. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god, I want to see one live. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, they have roadrunners out there, and that's really cool to see. Uh-huh. But more than that, it's it's uh in the filmmaking, it's yeah. sixty degrees at night. It's cool as hell. Yeah. You know, in the summer it gets a little hot, but Man, once like September hits, it's cool until like June. And at least it's dry heat. I mean, yeah. it's still really hot. It's and elevated too. At least too. it's not the humid heat, right? No, it's not humid. And you got to bring oh. they, you can buy these things at the store, oxygen, emergency oxygen things, oh, because okay. they're so high in elevation there. Yeah, uh, yeah. That if yeah. you're not from there, you won't realize that you're out of breath all of a sudden. Ooh. Yeah. Interesting, yeah. yeah. You get lightheaded. Once you allocate, then you got to allocate. And mm-hmm. then once you're allocated to it, you're fine. You mean acclimated? What am I saying? Allocated. Acclimated. It sounded right, but yeah, yeah. acclimated is actually right. That is the word I want. I was with you on that one. <laughs> what was I saying? Calculate? 
<laughs> allocate. Allocate. Well, you do have to allocate enough oxygen while you're yeah. there for breathing in New Mexico what, until you acclimate to the climate. <laughs> you gotta make it work, Joe. Yeah, well. He's improv. Yeah, he make yeah. anything work. Yeah. That's it. Yes, That's and. the goals. Yep. Yeah. Well, he had to allocate certain oxygen for certain tests. <laughs> <laughs> right now, there's not a lot of oxygen in the upper levels of the Joe. Uh, conservatory. Well, well, you must acclimate to the current <laughs> state of your mind. Acceleration of the uh, yeah. I don't know, do a bunch of A right. yeah. there, alliteration. Alliteration right there, I love you. I love it. Little English word for you. Alliteration. Rapping. Um, Hitchcock thing can be used. Oh, there you yeah. go. How absurd to come from the birds. Yeah, something like that. There you go. That, that's you a know, start. Got, the got a first line, though. Yeah. Kind of first line there. Yeah. Okay, so far we have a genre that was built for Joe. Right, Hitchcock. Right, we right. have a coin. I'm just recapping all the things of the ball. We have a cup yeah. of so much today. Debbie is a genius. She's a genius. <laughs> <laughs> I had so much fun with you on set. Very productive day. It was. It was. <laughs> we need that button, though. We can't, you know, we need the money coming in. But anyway. Yeah. We'll we, you, know, I, you know what I honestly just forgot or remembered all at the same time in, like, one brainwave? Like, you only have one. Well, I, I, keep, <laughs> I keep thinking of Debbie from Fear Makers when I should be thinking of you from fucking His Nightfalls. That's the movie I directed. Yeah. <laughs> she was in His Nightfalls, too. Yeah, I just forget. Because I, I don't know why. I just forget. You know? Well, I, I know why you forget. <laughs> I know why you forget, too. But I just remember the first time meeting her in Germany. That's really what, like, yeah. I'll always remember the her highlight. that. Because it was yeah. so much fun, man. Because it was so hard to communicate between Timo and the German. And we're just like, <laughs> what? We're constantly looking at each other like, what is, what turned then, duck? Duck? When yeah. was explosion? Duck, duck, what? Yeah. Goose. Yeah. Huh. yeah. Oh, but you know, it's so funny that you said Walkergeist because I remember <laughs> us having, I don't know, so many laughs about yeah. one word. Yeah. That's just a word, but yeah. it, it was so funny in the moment. And um, we had some really good times. I mean, you know, there's some, some weird stuff that happened after, but I'll tell you what, that was really good times. And, yeah. you know, Timo is so talented. Whatever the guy does is, is yeah. crap. And he's yeah. got a lot of fans, like people who love his stuff, and rightfully so. I mean, the guy is a really, really talented man. Yeah, he's. Uh, really? Yeah, I'm looking forward to going back and work. I haven't worked with him in years since, you know, Fear Makers, probably the Beast. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. yeah, that's been a while. Yeah. What, ten years or? Beast. Oh, 2010, yeah. maybe. So. Oh wow, twelve. Twelve years. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Jesus. Yeah. You know the first thing Timo said to me when I saw him at the airport? What? First thing he said to me. I ever, I never even met him yet. He goes, you're fatter than I thought you'd be. <laughs> and I was like, hi, how are you? <laughs> My name is Joe. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, well, I guess you'll work. I was like, yeah, okay, thanks. <laughs> and then I had to ride with him for like an hour back to the location. Yeah, well, that, that was comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I just gave him shit the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I imagine you did. Yeah. I imagine so that's you did. That's what you're saying to me. You're sadder than I thought you'd be. I was like, everybody says that. 
Come to think of it, I think that's the first thing I said to you, too. Yeah, <laughs> But he's kind of like that, you know, he's very blunt. Yeah, well, sometimes he's he that. He's a good sense of humor. Yeah. I mean, great. I remember we had a lot of laughs, too. Like, you know, he was he was not without humor in making the movie. Yeah. Yeah. And I was so fresh in my career then, man. So fresh. Yeah. I think that was like my third movie, Fear Acres. You'd make, uh, you made Tears. Hundred Tears, yep. That was like, sorry. That was our first, uh, that was like my first real delve into that. I did a movie years before with Tom Savini called Unearthed. Uh It was horrible. Debbie's horrible. Really? It's, it's. What's the name so we could all look for it? Unearthed. Starring Tom Savini. I, I, I don't think he wants anyone to see it. <laughs> but I'll say this. People, we got to go out and find Unearthed. And this could probably be like one of those it's things. It's probably on YouTube. It's part of the culture, one of these other ideas. Yeah. We could so, all together. Well, you know, it's just one of those movies, man, where you thought you had gold and then you would like realize technology wasn't there, neither yeah. was your knowledge. Yeah. You know, yeah. if you had done things a little differently, the movie would be way better. Yeah. So it has its style. It has a place. I think sci-fi fans would really love it if they ever saw it, but no one's ever going to see it because it never got distributed. Why'd I say? Oh, never? <laughs> never, never. Never got no. Never got distribution. Hmm. Do you yeah. want it distributed? Well, I don't know. It's not. It's not mine. It's uh, this guy Craig Kovac directed it. Uh, oh. But you know, I don't know. I know that it's on YouTube. I think. But anyways, uh, what are we talking about? <laughs> Unearthed. That's what we're talking about. Oh, Unearthed. Oh, yeah. Now do you want to Do you want people to say it? No, no, no. I was trying to get back to Debbie. She's our guest. To, uh... No, this is good stuff. This was her question. Story. She asked the poll. Oh, oh, oh. You were talking about... Yeah, because you sort of made 100 tears, and then I was thinking... But yeah, but Fear Makers was like my third real movie. Yeah, that was you know? early on. Yeah. I was younger, and... Now, from your first movie to that third movie, how do you think your techniques have changed? Until now? Until now, yes. Uh, I'm a lot more, uh, I think as an actor, I'm a lot more cautious of not acting. Mm-hmm. You know? What do you mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, when younger, you know, when I was first getting into it, I was, I was acting. Yes. You know, right. from, you know, like a, Hi. Well, you got to think about it. A lot of people that are watch, watch our sh- listen, watch and listen to our, to our show, yeah. they're, they're, they're like new actors who try to break into the business. Oh. So we do a lot of, um, you know, recommendations. We do a lot yeah. of teaching stuff and we it, like but information. You, so that, that you know what I'm talking about, right, Debbie? We're like, oh god. Conscious of oh god. I mean, I could, I could go through. Uh, forget three movies. I, I'm talking about like I could go through. Um, so many movies and just say, okay, well, this is where I was at in the learning experience. Yeah. This is where I was at the next level of yeah. the learning experience. So many movies later, learning as you go, unfortunately, everything being documented. Yeah. So people who saw you during X years, yeah. they think one thing of you. Right. If they saw you doing uh, work during these years, then they think some, you know, those people think very differently of you. Right. And, you know, it's also when you were also working with good directors right. and you were spiking yourself and you were really in, in your, you know, groove and, and really had it, like understood it finally, finally. And 
we're working with good directors, then boom, that's, that's really when it happens. But, oh my God, it took so, I mean, I studied for so long um, in New York, so many classes that I loved, but, you know, improv, Chicago City Limits, yeah. um, all kinds of, like, acting classes with all the, you know, Michael Chekhov, the Strasbourg Studio, HB Studios, all these places for many years before I started to get into film. And then I did, and then it was still a learning curve. But, you know, I kind of had, like, coming from the streets, I had, like, this brick wall. It's like really intense brick wall that it took me a lot of years of very hard work to even start breaking it down because until you can break it down, you can't be in touch with any of your feelings, like not naturally. You can sort of manufacture them or try to get in touch with them, but it takes both the studying and the break, breaking down of all that stuff personally, and then the doing and that learning curve. So to me, I feel like it was a really long, extra long learning curve uh, that I just kept at it. I had so much stuff to break down and get through. Holy shit. Holy shit. Yeah. But I can look at a few movies and say, oh, okay, I did there. You know, yeah. I did it there. Yeah. So... Yeah. yeah, I agree. It's it's uh, you you start to recognize that you're recognizing that you're acting because yeah. when you first start, you don't know that you're acting, that you're acting, acting because you're not really you're just trying. You're just know. doing what you think is acting. Me, yeah, for me, it was like I just got to know these lines and and try to be natural and try to deliver them. Yep. But then when you watch it years later, you're like, oh my. God, what was I doing? What did I do there? <laughs> Why is that a choice? I, I had no motivation. Yeah. Why, where was I going with this? Yeah, I was just aiming something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No character development, no nothing. It's just you know, I'll meet actors today. I'm sure, as you do, Debbie, I'm sure people come to you all the time. How do I break into the business? How do I get an agent? How do I get a manager? You know, and I just, I just tell them the same thing: hard work, man. Yeah. Take classes. Go learn improv. Go study acting. Go. Go write something. But I'm not a writer. It doesn't fucking matter. It's going to train you in acting. Go write. Yep. You yep. know? Go write. It's the same philosophy what you're saying, Joe, is when they tell directors to take acting classes. Yeah. Not so they can act necessarily, but so they understand the actor. The process. Same thing with what you just said about writing. Yeah. Yeah, go. Do it all. Okay. Right. What? Sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. You go. Oh, no. I was just going to say, so then you could see even more... When you find good material because you've tried writing and now you're like, wow, like you could yeah. appreciate it even more. Right. I yeah. love when, uh, when a professional screenwriter will send me a script and it's not even, uh, formatted correctly. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the scripts are formatted certainly. And then it's like not, or it's not written, uh, well, just trash. Okay, fine. The nice way of saying it. Yeah. It was just completely trash. Yeah. And I, yeah. Just, I know within like the first five pages where you're, you know, like, I'm sure you do too, Debbie, like, you probably get a million scripts. You're probably like, nah. Oh my God. No. <laughs> what is this one? Nah. Nope. Uh, Joe Zazzo? What? Wow, <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. Oh my God. Random. I'm just looking. Can I cut in here? Yeah. I, oh, funny as hell, Joe. That was funny as hell. I just did 
some interviews that I recorded for um, 20 anniversary stuff that I did uh, with Joe Zazu. And I keep saying Zazu, Zazu. because it was one of the, I jokingly say Zazu Lander as a, yeah. as a nickname for him, yeah. right? We did that for and years, so, yeah. The whole time I'm like thinking to myself, this is really bizarre that I'm doing this. And, you know, I'm saying like what it was like working with them and the, the fun times. Yeah. This mid-90s. Yeah. Mid-90s, this stuff was made. And um, so I keep, and I think I mispronounced his last name every single, I was like, Joe Zazu. Zazu. <laughs> I left off Lander, but no, it was and it, the funny thing. It was really good times. I mean, it was funny. So I just, you know, obviously yeah. talked about the times we had. But it's just funny that you brought him up because not but four days ago I was um, talking about him for extras for DVDs and stuff. <laughs> That's crazy. So funny. <laughs> That's funny. It's man. Fun. Yeah, I just saw a post by him. He was like in a real like show. Like he got cast in like a real like show on TV. Hmm. And I was that's like, crazy. wow. I was like, dude, he, I'm like, I think that's the first, like, thing outside of his own shit, mm-hmm. you know, uh, that I've ever seen him do, you know? Wow. What kind of thing was it? It was a show? mafia show or something. And it was a shot of him with a bunch of other actors at, like, a table, like, playing cards and shit. And he looked like an actor. He didn't look like Joe Zazzo. Wow. You know what I mean? Like, you know, him. He's got a look, you know? Yeah. You can find it at the back That's of the real store <laughs> on the third shelf. The <laughs> rest of the man porn. Uh, yeah. No, but nobody. Yeah. And the funny thing is he's got a great face. Yeah. He's and a, and he's a good looking dude. Yeah. 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 You know? The interesting structure yeah. and it should be used for this stuff. Like it's, yeah. it's good. This is really, really good. It's probably where he's always been meant to be, so to speak. Yeah. I've always liked him. Stuff. I've never had a problem with him. Yeah. You know? I got to work with yep. him in Beast. Uh, and he was just fun. You know, he's a fun guy. He's tall. Mm-hmm. I think he's like 6'3 or some shit. He's nice. so tall. Oh. Yeah. He's Built. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, good looking dude. Yeah. But yeah, I was so happy and then I immediately thought of you. And I mm-hmm. was like... I think that may have what sparked me to send you an invite to the show. Mm. So we need to thank Joe. Yeah, Zazu. Zazu? Zazu. You said it again. Oh, Zazu. Zazu. Okay, we said thank you, Joe. That's in our cult, in our world where we have our own money, in our world yeah. where we have our own, all this kind of stuff we're talking about today. Yeah. In our world, he's called... Joe Zazu. Yeah, just Zazu. It's, yeah. Not, it's a good thing. It's a wonderful thing. Yeah. I mean, he wins. He's doing this beautiful project. This is nothing but love and, yeah, and happy. I'm, 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 I'm happy every happy time I, I see people I know uh, get a success. I don't I don't uh, have uh, ill like wishings on anyone. Like some of these actors, okay. if you get a part over them, they fucking like destroy you. Yeah. Like, what are they thinking casting you instead of me? Blah, blah, blah. I've gotten those kind of emails. And I'm just like, yo, mom, settle down. <laughs> yeah, right. Mom, listen. Yeah. You've been passed away for over yeah. 30 years. You're, You're dead. Out of my closet. But, yeah, yeah, seriously. 
But no, I, I agree with you. And the thing is, what people have to understand, which I don't know if they ever will, because that's the nature of, you know, you're in a business where people's, you know, egos, self-awareness, uh, being actors, can either be really philanthropic, so to speak, and yeah. then, or it could be really, in the negative sense, uh, self-aware. So I think that um, these actors don't realize that there's enough to go around. Yeah. And that's an old saying, but it's fucking true, yeah. man. And when you don't know when you're going to, some people used to say blow, but even just get work. Let's just yeah. call it get work. You don't know when that's going to be. It could be when you're It could be when you're, sorry. I know. Let's go back to when you're going to blow. Okay, yeah. guys, get out of your sister's house. Go. The bomb. Yeah. The bomb. The bomb. Um, anyway. Anyway, so yeah, I mean, everybody is going to, is peak triggering for you guys? Everybody, everybody's going to peak or whatever, or get work, uh, important work to them at different times. And, and, and maybe more than once. Well, it takes a certain role. It takes a certain timing. You never know when it's going to happen. It could, it could be the smallest role, but it could make such an impact right. or it could be what sets you off to, right. you know, change your whole career. But that's what, you know, we try to enforce, try to get involved in as many movies as you possibly can. Yeah. That's why I don't stop, baby. Yeah. There you go. You never know who's going to see it or how they're going to see it or, you know, where they're going to find it. <laughs> like, literally, like any casting director can randomly yeah. look at South or Central. Yeah. Like, holy shit, I want to I wanna cast that guy in yeah. my next Hollywood movie, you know? Yeah. Maybe. I don't know, maybe. That'd be great. Do you, do you think it would No, be you're absolutely right. And then to the actors, it doesn't matter. Even if you suddenly find yourself in a film or in a project that you think is, oh, this might be crap, still go full throttle because yeah. more people, unfortunately, have seen the movies that I've been in that are crappy than the ones that I've been in that are amazing. So... If you're doing 100% and acting as though you were starring in a Netflix special limited series, you. but you're acting at that level, you will still stand out. Yeah. Yes. And you will always give it that level of your all. Doesn't matter uh, I, what you think of the project or it turns out to be. Yeah. I, I Also, that it's, it's, I call it limited success because you get the thing. And it's, you're only going to be on it for however many weeks or days yep. or hours, and then right. that success is over. Then it comes back when it airs or comes out or people find yep. out. Then you get that limited success, Yep. and then it's gone again. Two weeks later, nobody gives a shit yep. that you were over there uh, on your podium because everyone's mm-hmm. still going after the next fucking podium. You know? Yeah. And it, you have to, like, uh, live in that limited success. You have to be comfortable in that. that. Yeah. Because your ego has to stay neutral the entire way. Yeah. The entire way. It has to. Because you can get up here one minute and then be right down here the next minute. Like Corey Feldman. (laughs) Right? I like that segue. Have you you seen his new music video? Have I seen it? I think I accidentally tweeted it to Dr. Dre and I didn't realize the other person in the video was his son. That's Dr. Dre's son in Corey Feldman's video? That's what I read. Now, we should do, like, tick, tick, tick research. I can't stop watching I was so freaked out over this video that I, just for fun, sent it to Eminem, Dr. Dre, 
Mike Tyson, so I always think that's funny. <laughs> and I was like, these guys, if I could get this on the radar, maybe Eminem or somebody's going to talk about it in one of their songs one day. Right. And so I thought this was just funny, just one of those yeah. things you do and you forget about it. Then a, a day later, because it's only been a few days that it's yeah. been up, right. I'm like, what? Yeah. That Dr. G. I don't think that's Dr. Dre's son. I don't know if that is. Yes. Now, I don't know. Um, I believe it to be true. I don't know if it's his an estranged son or one that lives. I, I don't know any details. But I believe Man, that. I'll tell you what. If, it, if nothing solidifies the fact that Corey was touched by Mikey, it's this video. Yeah. Because yeah, he's just like emanating Michael Jackson. That's who he is in the video. That's but his last two or three songs I find were exactly like that. That's crazy. Yeah, like if you go back, I, I don't know the titles. Right. But it, they were uh, very intensely from all Michael Jackson moves. Yeah. And then Linda's one as well. And I feel like he's really, um, yeah. This is this is sort of his his world, his mindset. Yeah. Crazy. Mm -hmm. So he's mm -hmm. stuck there. He's stuck in Mikey world. He's yeah, stuck in Neverland I was kind of surprised. Like, I've seen it before, again, yeah. going back years. Right. And after Michael died, of course, but uh, years ago. And I was like, oh, it could be a phase, right? And then so when I saw this, I was like, wow. It, you have to know this. You have to know. You know. You know what guys? I've met Corey Haim when he was alive. Yeah. But I you don't know Corey Feldman at all? But Corey Feldman, keep in mind, was in Citizen Toxie, the Toxic yeah. Avenger part four, and I was too. I was on the set when he was on the set. Yeah. Mm. I figured but you knew him not. just in general from just being in every movie. You know what I mean? Like you would just from <laughs> conventions and stuff, I would imagine you might have known him. Yeah, no, the closest I came was uh, Citizen Toxie. Really? Was in wow. Right. Yeah. And he slept at Lloyd Kaufman's house when he did that movie. Who hasn't? Yep. Well, <laughs> I'm shot in his house, but yeah. I never slept there. But um, <laughs> it was funny because he did, I, I think it was a union reason, but he did the movie, and then he told them when he got there, he said that he needed to be in disguise. So then they were very confused because they hired him for who he was. Yeah. Because, you know, it would be a funny cameo because yeah. you're a known person. And um, he insisted that he have a big mustache that almost covered his face. Huh. Interesting. That is. Yeah. I don't understand. It was a funny a job. That's yeah. the thing. Like, you look at it and it's funny as hell. Yeah. Like, he did, he did good with it. You know, I wasn't there the day he was shooting, so there's all kinds of stories about that, but I wasn't there, so it'd be like third-hand, you know, gossip. But, um, yeah, I know for a fact that that's why he has this uh, crazy, huge, massive mustache on because he was kind of, you know, didn't want to be recognized per se. But, um, yeah, funny nonetheless. It was funny. It was hmm. funny. I wonder, like, what state of mind he's in right now. I don't know, man. Can, can you smoke enough weed to get out of that mindset? Dude, he's not on weed, man. No, I'm saying That's could like you. <laughs> no, you <laughs> never get that. Ex you never try to dance that way on weed because you'd be like, nah, man, I'm good. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, I haven't even. I can't. I haven't even. It was so cringe watching that video. Like I can't. I couldn't get past the first minute and a half. Dude, I watched it like ten times. I'm not even kidding. I watched it like ten times. Too. I've showed like I'm not even kidding. people. Because I couldn't. I couldn't like. I obsessively couldn't believe it. Well, I couldn't tell if he was being serious or it was a parody of himself. Dude, it's dead serious. I showed Leanne this morning at 7 in the morning, I told you. And she was like, this looks like an SNL parody. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It was so cringe. Yeah. yeah. I just thought, I was like, oh, I can't even watch it anymore. I was so cringed. I, <laughs> dude, he looks like me if I was trying to break dance. That's what I think he looks like. <laughs> he was like, I, it was strange because like, That's and somebody drugs. said this to me and it, it was perfectly right. Like, does he not have anybody around him to help him to say, no, this is not right? Because it looks like, and it could be edited, I don't know. I don't pretend to know I'm not a dancer. However, it does look like yeah. he's kind of off the beat. Yeah, I don't, I really. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like I said, it was so cringe that I, but I think he has, like, at this stage in his career, I think he's making all these choices based on, you know, his history and He's using that history as his current motivation to do basically or an excuse to do what he's doing now is right. he's just spreading his wings, I guess. I guess we put it that way. Like he, and, the, and the director was just like, go do you. Like, and I think he's doing that. And I think that he's just in, in a state of mind where he's got no real control over, you know, he has no filter anymore. I, I think that's right. gone. I think he's just out there doing what he does and I, I unfortunately that's you know I don't know where if he's completely gone or completely lost in his mind but he's just doing you know what he feels is like that's right yeah. but you know even even with the people I'm not even saying like he needs people to tell him to not do things yeah. but I mean even just to say okay we're doing this Corey <laughs> Okay, now we have to redo it because you were off the beat or something like that. Like, even just in that regard, yeah. just, okay, we're doing this. Like, this is really happening, but we need to help him look as good as he can. I felt like that element was missing. Like, and I'm trying to bypass the reason, yeah. should he be good or not. I'm going, like, past that, and I'm saying, why wasn't there somebody there to help him but that makes sense. Oh yeah, but think of this way: what if those were the best cuts? What if those were the best, you know, the yeah. best shoots of you know that particular lines or you know yeah. delivery of his yeah. you know his talent? Uh, maybe those yeah. were his you know his best cuts. That's what I'm thinking. That you know they told him, and so, then he just did it as best as he could, and his best was what we got. Right. So. Well, I mean, the best thing I can come away with um, is if he's doing him, may we all have the ability to just go out there and yeah. do ourselves. <laughs> and on that note, folks, I everyone think... go do yourself. <laughs> what? Everyone go and do it. Yeah, it sounds like. Yeah, everyone go do yourself. Do yourself. Everyone go fuck yourself. How's it any different than the other day? <laughs> I do that every day anyways. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah listen, oh, yeah. we can only create so many things on one podcast. Right. We've made money, right. results, 
throwing the we've made a lot of we've stuff. We've done it all, so man. So many just accomplishments. Just go fuck yourself. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> hey, the, you gay? Hey, you. That's the name so, of the coin. Hey. The fuck you, coin. Hey, fuck you. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> you have the bomb and the fuck you coin. Yeah. I don't, you know, get one of each. Yeah, get one of each, folks. And the symbol for that is just gonna be a middle finger. You won't be able to tell what it is, but it'll just be a fucking straight up fuck you. <laughs> Fail. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, well. Fuck you. Nice. Well, with, ah, with that said, yes, fuck you. Okay. Fuck you. Good to see you. Fuck you. Uh-huh. Have a good fucking day. Okay. Debbie Rosan, thank you for joining us on the Killer Collab Podcast. You were wonderful. Thank you so much. Fantastic that we finally got to make this uh, show happen. Um, yeah. As always, joined with Joe Davison. Hello. Let me goodbye. I just got here. Good afternoon, good evening, yeah. and good night. Anyway. Good show. Yes. Well, all back. Well, all back. Good. I was trying to be like respectful of the show. However, Joe just got up and took a piss. But, no, I had a anyway, thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on, guys. <laughs> it was wonderful. Look at all the things we covered. Just to, okay. We covered so much of that. We covered Perry Feldman. Yep. We covered serial killers. Yep. We covered, we talked about uh, Timo Rose. Yep. Yeah. Lloyd Kaufman. Oh, yeah. We made two bitcoins. Yeah, two bitcoins. We talked about Scientology. Yeah, we're probably all gonna get assassinated. We got, tomorrow. we got the paint. We got the file yeah. started. Yeah, you know we're, we're on the list. We're on yeah. the list. Yeah. Well, right are. now, the the dude's just like fuck, dude. They keep talking about it. I <laughs> said Scientology <laughs> again. Fuck is <laughs> 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 gonna be six pages long. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but thank you so anyway, much. Thank you guys. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. And my name is Tony Death Inside of Tony D. Stay happy. Stay healthy. See you next week. Fuck you.